0: Welcome to Conquest the Podcast. This is the start of season three. And this season is Anime NYC 2018. It's 2018. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's been a long year. It's been a long year, Mm -hmm. but cons make it better. That's true. So here we go. (laughs) Uh, I'm Lily. I'm Joyce. We're very rusty at this, (laughs) because apparently it's been a very long time since we recorded. It wasn't that long since Boston Comic Con, but I guess here we are. Only a, a couple months. It felt longer though. It, it feels felt longer. So much longer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thanks to everyone who listened to our Comic Con season, and we're looking forward to Anime NYC. This episode, we're just kind of breaking down the history of Anime NYC, and uh,
1: yeah. And I think what's really exciting about this con is our previous two. I mean, they're in our interest too, but this is our first Anime Con that mm-hmm. we're doing in our podcast series, so I think that's exciting. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna talk a bit about. Anime NYC, just so we can talk about, yeah, like you said, the history and how it came about. So, we actually went to Anime NYC last year, which was its first year ever. It's a very new con in general. Yeah. And it had over 20,000 people come last year from over 30 states and 10 countries, which is oh. huge from just its first con, which is amazing. Yeah. So, 20,000 people, that's up. A- Never mind. I was gonna say that's up with AB, but AB. I think so. Is it Anime Boston? The last time I checked, it was mid twenty thousand. So I was thinking a little 30, under
0: thirty thousand. Yeah, something like
1: that. But that's Anime Boston has NYC. been around for years. Yeah. So the fact that it took them that many years to get to that point, and then Anime NYC being at that same point, almost yeah. the same point, close after to its it. first year, and. It's created by Left Field Media. On their website it states it's a boutique event company made up of dedicated fans and experienced convention organizers. They're backed by a lot of very big companies. They're backed by Crunchyroll, Aniplex, Funimation, Kino Kuniya, Sentai Filmworks, Sunrise, Tokyo Otakumo, just to name quite a few of them. Also, this con is held in the Javits Center, which oh, yeah. holds a lot of different cons. They're most notable for
0: New York Comic Con. Oh! We talked about it before, about how great it is. Because most of, or a lot of where the con is, is in the glass building part. That, like, the lighting is the stuff of dreams. It's really nice. You can yeah. get really good photos and videos there. It just looks, even without the photos, just walking around,
1: it's just so much nicer mm-hmm. with the sunlight coming in. And yeah. It's just... A really great
0: venue. Instead of all the, like, dead inside fluorescence <laughs> that most cons have. <laughs> no one looks good in fluorescence. That's some tough... Or, like, I'm thinking back to when I went to Liberty
1: City Anime Con. Liberty. Whenever you take photos or videos, it's only the hotel lighting, which is very yellow. <gasps> oh, yeah. Kind of gross when you try to take photos. So it looks really bad. The only way to get really good photos is if you leave the hotel. So, oh. Yeah. Best venue for sure. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... With Anime NYC, there's been a lot of... I don't know if controversy is the right word, but... (laughs) Conversation. Yeah, so about a month ago, New York Comic Con hosted at that area, and they also announced pretty last minute that they're coming out with... I think it's called Anime Fest. Yeah. Something... Anime Fest at NYCC. Exactly, and it's partnered with Anime Expo. Yeah. And so a lot of people thought that this is their way of rivaling anime nyc since it was so successful
0: last year lily yeah. has the letter pulled up if you wanted to like yeah i remember all of it was so fast that it was so shady because it was a month before anime nyc it's mm-hmm. not partnered with anime nyc at all like there is new york based anime convention right there why did they fly in ax and then there was also the whole thing of like it wasn't really that connected to New York Comic Con. Like, you had to buy a whole other separate pass for this Anime Fest. That's Anime true. Fest didn't get you into New York Comic Con, so they really just kind of like, here weebs, here's a con, which was just very strange. The discount was not
1: that much. I remember it was, I think, $5, which is nothing. Like, you guys will just get the actual tickets. What? That's it's- a Starbucks drink! Exactly. Hiya. Also, I think it's important to note that they used to have an Anime Con kind of similar to mm. this years ago. Anime Fest Used to be its own separate con actually oh. in New York. I think New York. When they bought it, it lasted around two years before mm-hmm. they didn't really put in that much effort into Anime Fest or that part mm-hmm. in their whole con. So it ended up closing down. Yeah. And so that's also says a lot about like yeah. why they were playing this in the first place when they already had an anime con in the past, they just kind of didn't really care about it until anime NYC appeared. Oh that's that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
0: so here is the letter from the anime NYC Facebook page from the event director of NYC. Hello, this is Peter Tatara, founder of Anime NYC. I've seen a lot of confusion online about Anime NYC and Anime Fest at New York Comic Con, so I want to publicly state, Anime NYC is not Anime Fest at New York Comic Con. Anime NYC is not organizing Anime Fest at New York Comic Con. Anime NYC did not move earlier in the year, change its name, or become Anime Fest at New York Comic Con. Anime Anime NYC is New York's largest anime convention. We are November 16th through 18th, 2018 at the Javits Center. This is our second year. We have tremendous publisher support, huge guests from across America and Japan, and we are a dedicated event focused only on celebrating Japanese pop culture. About a month before us... New York Comic Con is starting Anime Fest at NYCC. This is part of New York Comic Con, but it requires a separate ticket, and it is not at the Javits. It is at Pier 94, about 15 blocks away. I oversaw much of the original New York Anime Festival a decade ago, and I've been a part of the anime community in NYC since. Uh, since To me, Anime NYC is the spiritual successor of the original Niaf, NYAF N-Y-A-F, <laughs> and I, I and my team, my team and me are in zero <laughs> way involved in Anime Fest at NYCC, I ask you to help share this message. My goal is to create the best, most authentic anime convention I can for the fans of New York, and I want to make sure the fans of New York aren't confused at all about Anime NYC. Thank you, and I'll see you in November. Peter Tatara, event director. They're strongly pushing that whole we're not associated with
1: New York Comic Con anime festival, which is understandable because, yeah, yeah, we are not, and their con is so much superior, in my opinion. Also, when I was looking through the FAQ, they even had that exact (laughs) topic of... Yeah, the question is... Is Anime NYC part of New York Comic Con? The answer, obviously, (laughs) nope. Anime NYC is its own (laughs) event entirely and the fact that they also posted that during the Mm -hmm. event because people were hashtagging it Anime NYC. And like,
0: I know Anime NYC has these like, massive sponsors and stuff, but I do appreciate how this one is a little bit more, not indie, but a little bit smaller. Like, I do think it would have been nice for New York Comic Con to co-sponsor with NYC because they are right there together. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty shady of them to go to AX. Yeah. But I feel better about supporting the con that we are (laughs) (laughs) going to
1: Anime NYC. Also you can actually tell that they care about the anime Mm -hmm. fans, you know, with what they're pulling through Mm -hmm. with this con. Like they're having a whole ass concert and it's just more tailored to people like us that go to cons for the anime and like Hopefully, people are able to separate it mm-hmm. eventually. Like especially because their names are so similar too, because they both have New York in them. I can yeah. see why people get confused if they yeah. just
0: kind of gloss over it. Yeah, and especially because they are at different dates, but they're still kind of they're only a month apart. So I can see why a lot of people got confused. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna say even when we went to Boston Comic Con, Comic Con, the big network the New York, Boston, San Diego. They are focused on Marvel. They are focused on the comic side. And even though Hero Academia was the most popular cosplay we saw at Boston Comic Con, there was very, very, very small amounts of anime at Comic Con. Which is fair, Comic Con started as a comic convention. So I think that's why we prefer anime-based cons, like Anime NYC and AB. Yeah, so that's why I'm happy they did that, that we were going to the smaller cons for our interests. But the fact that they didn't even put... Anime Fest in the Javits. Javits. <laughs> it was 15 blocks away. <laughs> it was yeah. Like, wow, they really just like weeb's have money. <laughs> Let's get that weeb money. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we were also discussing before how this may be the official like yeah, there's this whole thing going on between Anime NYC and New York Comic Con on the East Coast, but in the following years, we can definitely see this con growing a lot and how. Mm it may very well possibly rival against Anime Expo, which is the biggest anime con in the States, which would be really cool because Mm. everything is in the West (laughs) Coast, and it would be really cool if something like that was here on the East Coast so that us East Coast congoers have something like that to attend to and don't have to fly all the way across country to attend Expo. Yeah.
0: Also, there are two different times of the year, so it's not like they really are going up against each other. So if fans really dedicated frequent flyers want to go to both, Major cons on the coasts, it'd be possible. Oh, I bet there are be people fun. who do that. Yeah, I would. Anime Expo. Don't get us wrong. We would love to go to your convention. It's something. still a dream of mine. It's yeah. still a goal. It's still a dream. Mm-hmm. But it would also be nice to have Anime NYC as the home base con. Actually, I take that back. Anime Boston is home con. <laughs> it's a secondary home con. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Another thing I wanted to bring up, which was
1: kind of interesting, was so last year when we went. We would often leave the center, obviously, to like get lunch, or like there were certain times where we had to go to a very specific location that involved us having to trek across the Javits Center and things like that. So we noticed they didn't use the entire space last year, yeah. which makes sense because it's huge. It's very large. I
0: want to say they've used like 30 40 percent of That's the content. Because the floor was huge. Yeah, and then they had Artist Alley up in like a hallway. Yeah. And then they had this one random room for... Yeah. Yeah. And, like, a couple other spaces
1: for, like, panels and events and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But, basically, whenever we would have to travel in the Javits Center, there's a lot of empty space. And it turns out this year, they're splitting the con floor with PetCon, which people found out recently because of their event on Facebook. And I saw people commenting about it, like, I was unaware of this mm-hmm. and... I mean, I was about to mention it's gonna be a lot of fun because there's gonna be so many pets and animals. Yeah. And, I mean, actually, I don't know how often we'll be able to see right? them because we are probably gonna be we're gonna be, located we're on a we're gonna be opposite, deep in weeps. Yeah, complete <laughs> opposite ends of the con floor, but yeah. or not the con floor, but the con center. Oh, okay. But yeah. yeah, I saw some comments complaining about how Anime NYC should have brought that up because there's some people who are allergic to dogs and stuff oh, like yeah, that. And yeah. They should know in advance of what they're expecting mm. uh, since they're sharing the same space. Yeah. But. That's also very interesting that two cons will be going on at the same time. I think it's very funny when a con is sharing space (laughs) with someone else, especially when it has a business conference. Yeah, because that that happened to me at Liberty City Anime Con. I think a year or two ago. I don't know. I don't exactly know what the event was for, but basically a bunch of men in suits. They had to walk through the con to get to where they
0: had to go to, and they were so confused. (laughs) I enjoy that. It's really hilarious. (laughs) Nice. I it is interesting that they're gonna have these two very different cons. And also it's not NYC's fault. They're obviously just renting a space for a little bit, That's so true. this is all on Javits. You're yeah. like, here we go. So I do feel bad for the people who are allergic. But I honestly the building is so large, I really do wonder how much we're going to see the pets at all. Yeah. And hopefully if enough people are mad that the Jabits and/or the planners of both cons will be like, "Oh, we need to keep these cons far away from each other." Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But also, I want to see a doggo. <laughs> I want to <laughs> see a doggo in a costume.
1: I feel like we will. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there were some people who are aware of that and then they bring their dog with them right? to like because there's some cons we go to where like the pets oh, yeah. are incorporated into their costume. Like yeah. at Boston
0: Comic Con, I remember we saw Men in Black.
1: I think it was yeah with, with a pug. pug. We've seen so some
0: um, guide dogs. Yeah, who are in costume and stuff. I want to see a cat in one of those <laughs> miserable backpacks, little bubble little yeah. backpacks for the for cat. And they look so miserable, and I love it. It's so funny.
1: I love it. <laughs> Is there something specific you're looking forward to for this con?
0: Um, again, I think we've talked about it before, but my favorite thing about cons is people watching. Mm -hmm. And the Javits had great people watching. Um, Last year, they had good panels, but not enough that we were super interested in. So we spent a lot of our time just sitting in the hallway watching people walk by. So I'm looking forward to that. I am looking forward to seeing what panels there are, because, again, maybe we just need a good... Chance last year it was their first year, but mostly just the people watching. We had some good time. I saw like three people dressed as Hay from Darker Than Black <laughs> at NYC. I was so excited because I didn't think anyone else other than me had seen that show. <laughs> it was <laughs> that was so- a big deal for Lily. Yeah, it was. Hopefully, yeah. I'll see more Darker Than Black people. We'll
1: see. Mm-hmm. What about you? I'm. Typically, I feel like I'm in the same boat as you, usually. But this time, I made the decision that I won't be recording a cosplay video. I just feel like there are certain cons that I feel like I should start splitting upwards. Like, half of the cons I go to, I focus on that. But then the other half, I should focus more on the actual con itself. Mm. So, this time, I think I'm more excited about the cosplays Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I have. Because I'm really excited about a lot of the ones that... We have planned. I don't know if we should announce. we we'll do a whole cosplay episode. Yeah, so, like, I won't mention what I have planned yet, but okay. it's really exciting. Joyce <laughs> has been so happy for this. Yeah, I'm so excited. Like, I'm just excited to walk around and kind of interact with other cosplayers. Mm. One of the ones I have is very relevant to something that happened recently, which <laughs> I'll bring up again later in an episode when we talk about cosplay, but, yeah, I'm really excited for cosplay. Yeah. And not just myself, but to see yeah. what other people cosplay as, because I feel like... This is one of the cons where a lot of people bring their A-game, and they bring a lot of really impressive slash huge cosplay. Yeah, we saw some so, good ones last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also it sounds like since they're getting bigger this year, we're going to see a lot more. I'm wondering how many people are going to come this year compared to last year, because they must have increased
0: I hope so. the amount of
1: people to come in. So Interesting. But mm-hmm. well,
0: we're going to see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah, so the rest of the season, we're going to talk about cosplay in general, our cosplays. Yeah. We're going to talk about the panels. One of the most exciting things
1: about this season is we're finally having a guest on, Woo-hoo. our roommate Melissa, who will be joining us at this con, so yeah. she'll probably be here an episode or two before the con, and yeah. definitely post-con, cause we'd like to hear what her thoughts yeah. about it are, too.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so look forward to season three. We mm-hmm. have been. It's always fun. Even though we've only been once, Anime, anime is a good time. We're looking yeah. forward to it. And... If you're in the area, I highly recommend New York talking Anime NYC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so bringing back the old favorite. What are you into right now, Joyce?
1: <laughs> um. What am I into now? I feel like I've been more into YouTube nowadays and actually mm. watching like anime and TV and things like that. And so I just recently finished Shane Dawson series, which is like a very big... Oh, yeah. It, like, broke the internet, sort of. But uh that was... I had mixed feelings about it. Mm. It was very interesting to see... It's interesting to see a series gain that much traction mm-hmm. in YouTube and just internet in general because typically you never really see anything like that where a YouTuber has made a docu-series like that. And so in that sense, it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, my opinions of Jake Paul has changed afterwards, although mm. I still think it doesn't, uh, what's the word? It excuse. doesn't excuse, yes. His shitty behavior from before, yeah. so that's what I mean by, like, mix. Like, it was, overall, I thought Shane did the best he could with yeah. what he had and yeah. how he led the series, so that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is back. Woo-hoo! I almost forgot about that. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is back. Lily actually introduced me to the show two yeah. years ago. It was when
0: I, it must have been two years ago because I got introduced to it, uh, fall 2016. Yeah.
1: And it's such a great show, it's and great I'm show. so glad it's back because it gives me something to look forward mm-hmm. to every week. So that's been a lot of fun to watch. And I also caught up with The Good Place. We oh, both yeah. did. So, actually, I lied before, and I said I <laughs> mostly you two. I actually was watching a lot of like, yeah. TV and anime because yeah. I also was thinking... Um, so our other roommate is also an anime fan. So maybe she'll like, be brought on during Anime Boston or something. Yeah. Because I, I think this
0: is going to be if she comes to AB, that'll be her first con.
1: Yeah. That will be interesting to get her perspective yeah. on someone who an outsider kind of yeah. coming into Newbie. con culture. Yeah. We both started Code Geass season two. I finally started it. I, that's probably going to take forever because she's starting to catch up on *Boku no Hero Academia*. So maybe after she's done with that, we'll like, continue Code Geass. But that's been. It's weird because I watched the first season subbed, but she watched it dubbed, and so we are watching the second season dubbed, and <gasps> the characters sound so different. They sound so different. Yeah. They sound different, and also the writing is very... It's not
0: good. It's a
1: little off. You know what's funny? I watched some dub growing up, and I used to think, like, oh, like
0: this isn't bad. But then, looking back now, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Especially the dubs we watched as children. Like, Sailor you know, Moon and Cardcaptors and Pokemon are infamous for how terrible those dubs are. And Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're not even dubs. They're just, like, they're rewrites, which is why I'm a sub snob. Lelouch sounds so stupid in English. <laughs> I don't know why, but whenever he says, he makes his grand, pretentious speeches. Mm-hmm. They just, I buy it more when they're in Japanese. I buy it when I have to read it, versus when I hear him say it in English and the language I understand. I'm just like, mm-hmm. Lelouch, stop talking. You sound so dumb right now. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty limited for
1: the English uh, production Mm -hmm. to, like, translate that because unlike the Japanese companies where they're like, oh, we can do whatever we want, here it's like, oh, we can only work with what it's already animated. So I kind of understand why they would, I guess, have to dumb down a lot of the lines and whatnot. And also, Kogi House is such an old show. Like watching that compared to dubs that come out today are Mm -hmm. so different. Like obviously it's also a decade old, so like, yeah, yeah, that's a long time.
0: (gasps) It's a decade old.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that insane? (laughs) Wild. And, like, someone was, I remember when we went to the Boku no Hero Academia panel at Anime Boston, someone brought up, I think this is the best dub of our generation, or something like that. Wow. And, high praise. Yeah. And watching it, it actually is pretty good. That's like, that's I think, good... I can't tell if it's actually the show or just generally, like, the dub industry is yeah. getting a lot better at what they do. But, yeah, I oh. think there are some good dubs out there, and it's just, it just didn't age well, I guess. <laughs> For Code Geass. It did Code Geass
0: ages very damn well. The mm. sub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will fight for Gios. We're also in the hiatus of SNK. We are. Oh, yeah. They, first, we didn't know how long the season was going to be. It wasn't going to be the it 12, was... and then we wait four years, or it going to be a full 26 and we're finally happy. It's the 12, and we wait not four years, but a few months. Mm-hmm. Like, four months. No, I don't think anyone knew, though. No, no, no. With the whole, like, break thing. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: I think most people expected... Because they confirmed, like, it was going to be 20-something episodes, and everyone was oh. like, okay. But then they announced so last minute, I think at that the end of episode 12, yeah, of the whole, like, okay, the next half is actually gonna be next year, just kidding, it's not gonna be aired.
0: And I'm, Continuously.
1: Yeah, and mm. maybe there were just some production stuff that happened behind the scenes that, where they needed more time to, like, yeah. animate. I swear to god, if it's because one of the actors left, I
0: will be really mad. <laughs> I am very I attached to all of those voice actors. <laughs> They're, they are those characters. I can't handle Linked Horizon and a voice actor leaving all You're in one season. <laughs> We don't know if Link Horizon has left. We don't know because they <laughs> they did the ending last season. Yeah, which was very so, good. and it's fine. Like people change opening bands all the time. I just I'm very attached to the Link Horizon openings. Yeah, um. So we'll see. I finished The Gray Man. Oh my god. <laughs> I yeah. Finished Grey Man. You were talking about it the last season. What? My whole goal was like I'm gonna finish this in three months, from May to August, and I got up to the last like ten episodes where I could have. Not even 10. I got down to the last 15 episodes when I was just like, that is a week. Not even, like, intense viewing. That is just a week of 20-minute episodes. It took me five goddamn weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but I I had some other projects that came up that I was like, I can't watch anything until these projects come Mm. up. But I also procrastinate like a motherfucker. So my projects didn't get done. So my shows didn't get watched. (laughs) And so it wasn't until a week or two ago that I finally sat down and just finished D. Gray Man. My other projects got done, too, don't worry. But, like, <laughs> I finished D. Greyman, and it was fulfilling. I really enjoyed it, but a part of me was kind of weird, because I didn't fully accept it as the ending, because I knew that D. Greyman Hollow existed. Mm-hmm. So I watched the ending, and I was just like, okay, cool. Finn. Everything oh, yeah. is on. And then I went straight to D. Greyman Hollow, and I was like, the flying fuck is this? Do you want to like kind of explain, like, Hollow...? Yeah, so D. Greyman ran at least started in 2006 and Mm -hmm. then I assume because it was like 100 episodes it went at least into 2007, 2008 I'm I'm not sure how that's at least 2008 Mm -hmm. and then it ended and it was a good show it's like you know classic a decade later during the era of ungodly reboots D. Greyman Hollow got announced (laughs) and it wasn't a reboot or a redoing of the original it was going to a series continuation was going to pick up where it left off. Because apparently, the manga went beyond the anime, obviously, because that's how most things do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, we're going to pick up where we left off. Except, D. Man is very... Everything about the original series is very 2006, and it's animation style, and it's mostly it's animation style. And there is a stark contrast between 2006 <laughs> and I think Hollow came out 2017, 2016, That's maybe? almost it might a decade. Have, it might have been a full 10 years. It might have been 2016. Mm-hmm. And we have totally different animation styles. We have <laughs> totally different technology now. Some of the voice actors didn't return. I don't think any of the voice actors returned. It mm. may have been like a scheduling thing. It was probably a scheduling thing, because um, I know the main three were kind of big actors, and it just... It sounded weird, it looked weird, I couldn't get through the first episode of Hollow, and I don't intend on returning to it because I'm okay where where D. Greyman ended, I'm I'm very attached to that voice cast, especially, Lavi is my favorite character, Mm -hmm. and when they replaced him in Hollow, I was like, who is this? (laughs) So, I will not continue Hollow, tell me on Twitter if you think that's a bad idea or not. (laughs) You have to make a really good argument because I cannot stand Hollow Especially immediately going after D. Gray Man, Because mm-hmm. it wasn't like with Card Captors and the clear card reboot Because that was like a 15 year difference for yeah. me And I was like, okay, I can get used to this new animation style because it's been 15 years Versus D. Gray Man the Hollow It was like a 20 minute break mm-hmm. and it was very jarring Yeah But along those lines, now that I've finally finished That is the longest anime I've ever seen <laughs> Which I know to some people that's nothing because there's a whole last Naruto out in existence. Yeah, and One Piece and, and One Piece like that. and Fairy Tale. But I'm I'm good with that. I will <laughs> I will still take, impressive. I will take my D Gray Man.
1: Yeah, but elitism in... is very strong in the anime community. Yeah. But I think that's very
0: impressive that you were yeah. able to finish D Gray Man. Thank you. <laughs> I, I need that. I while I was watching that much anime, my book list got out of control and my podcast list got out of control. She bought like three books. I this I past work week. at a bookstore and it's yeah no, it's not good. <laughs> So safe. <laughs> my I need to I'm, my goal right now is to finish the shows I'm in the middle of. So that's Into the Badlands and Kim's Convenience, oh, and yeah. then not start anything new. <laughs> I want to get through at least half my TBR pile, mm. clean out my podcast list, and then I'll start a new show. Mm-hmm. Anime, drama, any other thing, we'll figure it out. So right now I'm reading Artemis by Andy, I don't remember his name. Do not recommend. I know everyone was recommending it because it's like, such great sci-fi, but it's also really sexist. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to finish this book and I'm not happy about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's our episode.
0: (laughs) 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 Wow, like a... (gasps) A funny note to end on. That's our first episode. Welcome to season three. We're looking forward to Anime NYC. You can follow the podcast on Instagram. We're at ConquestPod. We're going to get a Twitter up and running soon. Hopefully the same username. Mm -hmm. And you can follow me on Twitter at Lily underscore Rugo. And you can follow me at Joyce's Cookie. Oh, on Twitter. On Twitter.
1: Yes. Yeah. On YouTube, obviously, yeah. but... Yeah. I've been using my Twitter more lately, I feel like. Well, when I say lately, I mean, like, I don't really tweet a lot of stuff, but I lurk there a lot, I guess, to, like, yeah. retweet things
0: or, like, reply to things. That's the best way to use Twitter. I, I use Twitter, like, Tumblr, and it's just my mental dumping ground. <laughs> Do not recommend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just using Twitter as, like, a, an intake source is much better. Mm-hmm. And... Please subscribe to us on iTunes. We are Conquest the Podcast. Especially because now that our new season's running up, Yee. we'll have a new
1: episode every week yeah. until the con hits yeah. and then one post episode like the usual. Yep. You can find us on conquestpod.simplecast.fm.
0: Woohoo! And thank you to DCD Prod for letting us use their song Confusion, and thank you to us for editing and producing.